Disrespect you, you keep it so real. What am I gonna do when I tell you to leave or say you're not ready to? How can you tell me that when I'm always with you? Do the love that we make even excite you? Do the time that we spend show you what's really true? When you look in my eyes, do you feel it too? We just two fools in love trying to make it through. You're so busy having cake and eating it too That you don't even know that your heart is safe with me too But this is the time that you gotta choose I tell you no lie, I don't wanna lose You need to let her go like I told you to Or I'm packing my bags and I'm leaving you Oh how can you
This is, this is Nick's Radio. Come to you live uh, from you are to Nick's Radio. Hello and welcome to my podcast show. My name is Nick Sinclair and today with us we have a, a special guest. She's um is located at 676 Azalea Road. Is that right? Oh, never mind. What's the address here? Azalea Road at a Rockets Hair Salon. Um, give it up for my friend Ro- Rokea Griffin. Hi, everyone. So today with us, we're going to be talking about something um, something um, great. So opening a business. When it comes to having a business, it's so it's so tricky and new. How was it like for you to open your own business? I was nervous. Um, the way that it started was I went to school for cosmetology. And when I got done uh, with my cosmetology license, I went back for the barbering program. And I thought that would make me more valuable on both sides of the spectrum in the industry. So um, I worked for Ulta for three years. But in the midst of me working at Ulta, one of the residents that live here in the building um, informed me that there was an open position um, for a stylist here in the building, which what it is, they have a salon that's inside of a senior living facility and what happened was um after coming here there was another stylist here but she decided to retire early due to some uh, family situations going on so i have been here um for the last for the last um, six years by myself. And uh, I'm really grateful to be able to be my own boss and a business owner. Were there any struggles that it, that came with being at your own business owner? Yes, because I had to start over from scratch. Um, there were only a few... Um, Things that were available or that came along with the facility. So starting from scratch and trying to build a clientele was definitely my biggest struggle. Um, just due to the fact that I didn't have anything. But God blessed me and he He just made a way for me to have everything that I needed. Now working by yourself, the previous place you said you worked at was Altacret. Yes, I worked at Ulta Beauty for three years, um, and I was surrounded by other stylists all the time, which made it like a major culture shock for me to be here by myself. Do people compete, like, you know, working with other stylists, you know, like at a, at a retail shop? Do you get to compete with your other um, associates? It wasn't a competition for us because we developed a relationship where all of us helped each other out, whether it was skincare makeup, um, lashes, brows, hair, nails. We did it all and we worked together. So we never competed. It was more of us gleaming off of each other. Now, and um, I've ne- like I said, I've never had my own business or worked in hair or anything like that. Um, when you work at a shop, do you have to pay a fee, like a percentage of your, of your, um, 
your cost to the um the, the retail place? There are many different ways that the income goes. Um, some of them do commission, and some of them don't. It just depends on the facility. Um, it depends on whatever the company's policy is. But if you're trying to do your own thing, then um, you could possibly find a place similar to where I'm at, where you pay rent to own a space or to rent a space. Or you can be under somebody who does, who requires booth rent. Or there are some who, like Ulta, you they did 60-40. They would, um, you get 60% of the money and 40% goes to them due to the fact that they provide everything. If they provide like all the products, um, plus the water and electricity, it's like you don't have any overhead charge, so they just get a percentage of what you make. Wow, I didn't know there 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 goes there's like so much that goes into you know, having a business. So speaking of business, um last year was COVID, you know it wasn't COVID nineteen, but actually um, COVID-19 hit a lot of businesses. How did it affect your business? Was it easy to adjust um, to like the different, you know, the shortage of, I guess, clients coming maybe? I was harshly affected. Um, a lot of my clients, by them being elderly and the news and the media telling them that they were more at risk than everybody else, they, of course, felt like if they contracted COVID or Corona, that they would be um, less resilient, you know, to be able to bounce back. So if they had to make a decision between getting their hair done and staying in their apartments for safety, then that's what they did. So my business suffered harshly. What did you do to overcome that um, suffrage? How did you you, um, keep paying your bills and stuff? Well, unfortunately, for a while... um, the we had to close because it was mandated by the state to close down um salons and businesses and stuff like this. So I think I was closed down for maybe a um maybe two months, two to three months, or whatever due to that. And also, I had a really nice uh resident in the building who lied and said that I was open, and they called the police, and I was not here. Um. Wait, I have to know more. <laughs> That's not funny, but I have to know more. So tell me, rewind, tell me what happened. Okay, one day I was actually out on an errand and I came back and the manager of the building came to me and told me that the police had just left and that a client, or not a client, but a resident in the building had called the police and told them that I was here doing hair and I wasn't. And the manager had to walk the police around here to see that there was a sign on the door that said closed. The door was locked and I was not in the building. So she called me to see where I was and she let me know what was going on. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. How did you react? And did you ever find out which client did that? I mean, you don't have to say their name, but did you ever find out what happened? No, I don't know which resident. I don't know the resident's name who did that. But I will let you know age doesn't make a difference. Some people are just cutthroat and inconsiderate no matter what age they are. True, true. Um, Yeah, um, I hate that that happened. 
Um, but you said you were closed down for three months, up to three months. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's 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 terrible. Again, how did you how did you do, how did you do what did you do with money? How did you do with your finances? What you, what did you do? Um, actually, it wasn't much that I could do because, um, there it was state mandated to be closed down. Did they make you pay the rent even though you were closed? Oh no, they didn't. No, I didn't have to pay. Since it was it was beyond my control, that is a blessing because that would definitely not be fun or fair because you're not working to pay a building you're not even here for. So that that's that's a blessing. Um, so what made you originally get into cosmetology? Do you remember? But like, what what caused you, or what made you like be passionate and become a hairstylist slash cosmetologist? Yes. Um. What happened? I was a teenager in school in the 10th grade and I started losing my hair. And so when I started losing my hair, I went to a salon and um, I was thinking that the lady, the stylist in the salon would be able to help me. And instead, she made me feel like trash. And from then, I just... I prayed and I asked God to show me how to um, do my own hair, how to install weave during that time because it, it was popular, but I wasn't trying to be popular. I was just trying to cover what my situation was that was going on. And in the midst of that, my parents were taking me to doctors. They were ordering um, different products that they thought would help, but it was just too much. And so after um, a while, I was just winging it on my own, but I developed a passion for it because I now have clients who are dealing with hair loss. I have clients who have had um, just different situations with their hair and scalp, and they needed to be able to feel like they had somebody who understood and somebody who cared and somebody who could give them answers. And the blessing in the facility that I'm in now is that I can offer private uh, sessions for my clients where they don't have to worry about somebody coming in looking at them if they're self-conscious. So that's something that's a plus on my side. That is a plus because you said you can personally relate to people that that were you know that have some hair hair um issues going on, and that's really great to have someone that can that's compassionate. That's doing your hair because you know that they'll be patient with you. And I'm sure you are with your clients. So I want to know, what are some funny stories about that clients tell you as far as like regarding like pay? Like, do you ever have some clients that try to get over but not paying you? Oh, yeah. I've had one really lovely client who decided to... That's not me, is it? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> he is one of the absolute worst uh but he's not number one on the list but i did have one client who wrote a check for amount that was more than what i required her to pay and she did it on purpose um to try to make it seem like i was being dishonest and she came and she acted like she was looking for the check and I offered to give her the check that she wrote me back. And she was like, oh, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. So then 
she canceled the check. She asked, she called me and asked me what I think she should do. And I told her that she should cancel the check. So when she called her bank, canceled the check, well, they sent me a copy of it. And when I showed it to her, because if you canceled the check that you gave me, like I gave it back to you, and if you canceled the check, that means that you still owe me. Well, she didn't want to pay me. And instead of her just saying, look, I don't have the money right now. Can we work something out or whatever? She didn't do that. So she tried to accuse me of stealing. Luckily, I was still able to go back to my bank, get a copy of the check that I still have to this day. And um, but she stopped coming for a while. But she left out of here and went down the sidewalk screaming, thief, thief, Roro is a thief. Yeah, and that's real. But that was... But that was bad for business. Oh my gosh! Any other um, y'all great aunties? <laughs> any other stories? Oh, I have a plethora of stories of the elderly. But I will just say this: um, age doesn't matter. You get some people who are just old, who are still just some old shysters. Whatever their ways were. In their younger days, they're still the way they are now. You get some who are loving and caring, and then you do run into those who just want something for nothing. Some something for nothing. That's correct. Why are there? Why do you think there are many um, people don't value hair service as much, or why do you think people think that it's um, not as financial as it should be? I think. They don't, they devalue the cosmetology industry on the more local level just because they feel like you're, they, what you're doing for them is not, um, I don't, I, I think it's just because you don't, you're not in the, in the spotlight like some other stylists are if they're like on the runway or, those in those kind of big arenas but on the local level this is for everyday care so where you would think that they would value it i don't know why they don't i think it's because because everyone thinks that they can do hair they think that oh i mean that that's what i thought and i've had many stories that i'm sure my mom and you could tell me but yeah i think everyone thinks that ever they can do it themselves you know, that you don't have to be, spe- you know, certified or specialized. And I think that's the thing. Would you possibly agree? To a certain degree, I do. I believe they don't really understand that there is a science to it and that you can use the wrong thing and cause your hair to feel a certain way or your hair to react a certain way to products or to certain manipulations that could be detrimental to your hair and scalp health. And where you think you know what you know, you just don't. True. Well, I'm going to test your knowledge since you know you're a licensed cosmetologist. And I'm going to see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some advice from you about what you should and what you should not do. Are you ready to play? Oh, gosh. I think. Okay, number one. So if I get a relaxer. Is it okay to color color uh, my hair one week after applying my relaxer? You can apply a rinse with the relaxer, actually. But with permanent color, you cannot touch it. What's the reason? 
Permanent color you cannot put with a relaxer because it's too chemical. Uh, it's too chemical uh, services or too chemical um, um, procedures, processes. Yeah, chemical processes. And both of them, they change the complete texture of your hair. And if you combine the two, you will be bald. So permanent hair color you cannot do with a relaxer. But a temporary rinse, semi-demi, you can. Okay, good answer. So what, okay, next question. So what if I, what's the, why do people, what's, is there a difference between the word relaxer and um, perm? Yes, there's a very big difference. On the, depending on the, uh, how can I say, your ethnicity um there are different hair textures perms are made to curl the hair tight whereas relaxers are uh to they're made to straighten the hair they relax the curl pattern so that's why it's called a relaxer in the perm it is a different procedure, but it's still a chemical process, but it, it curls the hair and not straighten it. Do um do perms, relaxers, um, bleaching your hair, do they damage the hair follicle at all? They can if there's if it's over processed and if at some point you aren't replenishing the um the uh things that are stripped out of it like keratin um your hair has different levels of porosity some some people's hair may be more um more porous than others or more more absorbent than others so once the hair shaft is opened um it's important to make sure that those things that have been stripped out of it proteins and different things of that sort are put back in so that the hair will not become brittle and break off Good, good. Those are very good answers. Thank you. So I have some other questions that, that are not related to hair. Um, so as a so you're a you're a would you consider yourself a small business owner? Yes, I do. Would you consider yourself a black um small business owner? And do you think there's a bias or like I'm sorry, not bias, but there's like a um uh, um, what do you call it? A dis a discrepancy. It probably it wouldn't be the word either. Like a um, people don't support black business owners as much as they do other business owners. Or do what do you think? Or do you think it's just is that just a, a theory? Or I think it's due to um, sometimes your location, um, depending on the the area that you're in with your business, where it could thrive or not um it depends on your marketing and it depends on um sometimes it does just depend on the color of your skin just real talk because even throughout this pandemic i have applied for several forms of assistance and yet have i received anything um so it makes you wonder. You don't always want to throw the race card in there because everybody's not about that. Some people just genuinely need help, but it's hard to say the reason why that sometimes those things don't, they don't come through and you hate to always chunk it up to race. Um, but 
sometimes it is who you know and not what you know. Because you have a lot of educated people out there who know stuff but still don't have access. Whereas if they know somebody, then because of who they know, they get results. So it's just kind of hard to say. Do you think there's anything that we can do to push the, to the boundaries or black business owners can do to push through boundaries so that people can be more accepting? Or do you think it's just a thing that time will just change? I think that um, for black people, or I won't say for black people, I will say this for all people, to step up your game as far as professionalism is concerned. Eliminate the buddy system and just be about the business. Because once you adopt the buddy system, then that's when you, when people don't hold on, they don't hold that, that standard of respect that they should have for you and your business. Therefore, they're looking for you to do something for nothing. They want you to come down $5 off the price, or they want you to um, just compromise whatever your foundation is of your business, just due to the fact that they feel like, oh, she know me, or I've been going to her for years. Eliminate that. Even though you you do, excuse me, have some personal relationship, excuse me, with people, still in all, they should respect you and your business enough to not cross the boundary and expect a discount every time, but just to respect that, hey, this is this person's bread and butter. They have responsibilities outside of this door as well. So yeah, we can come in the shop and we can have a nice time. But when it comes down to paying, don't try to don't try to uh undermine somebody or just not pay them what their worth is. If they took the time to go to school to get the knowledge, to get the paper, to do the homework, to 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 get up out of their bed and just make the commitment to getting the education to be in this spot as a professional, they should be respected as such. I, I agree so. I agree too. Well, we'll be right back after this short break. Never asked 
Hey, hey, hot tech. Smoke a good cake. Hey, real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. When you coming from the 4 0? All this money on the line, trying to get this shit. I'm smoking on designer, I don't even need this shit. Watch me fire up and be hot for a week in this bitch. High tech, real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. You don't smoke what I smoke, I be blowing flavors. Sour Bobby OG, put it in a Dutch. OG smoke, I can't really get enough. I be getting to the paper till my pocket stuff. Real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. Ayy, real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. You don't smoke what I smoke, I be blowing flavors. Sour Bobby OG, put it in a Dutch. OG smoke, I can't really get enough. I be getting to the paper till my pocket stuff. Hot tech moving on my own, ain't no giving up. She tookin' on me bad, tryin' to give it up. But I can't give a whole shit, you know I'm cutting up. I be coming from the bottom, trying to make it up. Hot tech moving on my own, ain't no giving up. She turkin' on me bad, tryin' to give it up. But I can't give a whole shit, you know I'm cutting up. I be coming from the bottom, trying to make it up. Coming from the 4 and 0. All this money on the line, time to get this shit. Smoking on designer, I don't even need this shit. Watch me fire up and be hot for a week in this bitch. Real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. Ayy, real bands on me. Yeah, I'm chilling good with them grams on me. I don't talk a lot, all I think is get that dough. Real freaky bitch, thinking how I'ma get that dough. What you're gonna do to me? 
The way I'm going crazy, crazy. Nobody really know how you really pay me Got me wanting everything plus having your baby When I thought it was over you really say me Let's get back to the bedroom Got me feeling for your body like my perfume Got me crazy of your body so I assume That you're loving every second I have with you When our body do connect It's the realest love that I ever met It's one thing in my life I won't regret Didn't know you were in so many when we first met The power of love can't pass me It made me weak so I wanna get nasty It made me weak that I am blasting I need you so it's everlasting Boy, show me Baby, what you're gonna do to me? Boy, show me. Baby, what you're gonna do? And we're back. So I had a question. You know how people say talk about good hair. What does that mean to you? Does it does it mean? What does it mean to have good hair? Mm, to me, good hair means healthy hair. That's what I think. I don't think it has to necessarily do with the texture, curl pattern, um, whether it's fine, medium, or coarse. I think it has to, for me. Good hair is a healthy head of hair. Good, okay, healthy hair. Do you think there's any racial pre- prejudice in the black community as far as like with people saying that, oh, she or he has good hair, and then some people, their hair may be a little coarse? What do you think? It has been in the past, but I think now due to the fact that everybody's trying to embrace their natural um, curl patterns and textures of their hair, I don't think people are really um, deeming anybody's hair as good hair. People are just really just trying to embrace what they have now and um, just deal with it. And whatever their preference is to to deal with their natural hair or if they prefer to do weaves and braids or whatever, it's just it's all basically a trend. So you think the natural the natural movement is 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 um taking off and people are embracing more of their natural side? Definitely. Definitely. So, I think it's it's great that people embrace their natural side because, um, relaxers like you said are are can be damaging to the hair for fall. They can be. They can be if it's over processed. If they don't know, um, professionally what to do. So that's what messes up the the hair industry from time to time. Um, people not having the education that they need and they go to your local beauty salon or beauty supplies and buy products or buy um, different things to go at home and try to do it. And then when they mess it up, they come to the professional where it could have been prevented if you went to the professional in the beginning. Do you think that like 
boxes like like that like but like um relax your boxes and um hair care um hair um bleaching boxes do you think they shouldn't be sold over the counter to, to everyone or what do you think they should do you think it should be like a label saying only go to a hair get a hair a hair um specialist to apply this well of course they're not gonna do that due to um some companies are just trying to make things more um convenient for you to be able to do at home if you couldn't make it to uh, your your stylist. But it's still just a matter of knowing how to do what you do. And it is a kind of bittersweet thing because it does put a stylist like me out if somebody can go to the store and apply their own hair color. So it does make you feel like as a stylist, um, what's the purpose of me being here if you can go and put your hand on some of the same products that I use or something that's just a little less value, but you can get the same results or similar results at home. Everybody's not looking for the professional look, though. So True, true. Um, do you think there's any... Um, um, do you think there's a way for, for everyone to win when it comes to like like that? I really don't know because still in that, um, it just depends on like clients. If some people want, if they've been exposed to the the salon look and the salon feel, some people will continue that. And if their finances change and they know that they can't afford to do the salon, um, then they will opt for. Uh, whatever they can put their hands on and try to apply for them to themselves, or they may even go get a little bootleg kitchen tissue and let them do it. But the downside to that is, what you pay for is what you get, and if you get a little kitchen tissue who does not have a license, meaning that their level of cleanliness is probably not up to par as well as their level of professional um, strategy may not be up to par. So say, for instance, they do apply this box color, but it doesn't turn out to be the color on the box. They, the chemistry side of color needs to be known so you'll know how to correct this color. Otherwise, you may walk around with hair that's too yellow, hair that's too red, hair that's too orange, Hair that may be blue, hair that may be green. And although fantasy colors are popular now, if that wasn't the look you were going for, you're going to be mad. Mm -hmm. So then you're going to need the professional once again. It all comes back to the professional having someone professional to your hair because you're licensed and that's what you went to school for. Mm -hmm. Correct? Correct. Um, Now... What if someone uses Kool-Aid on their hair? Someone was, I had a, a friend, she told me that she wanted to, to use Kool-Aid um, to dye her hair. Do you, would you recommend that? No, of course I wouldn't because I couldn't even tell you how, if someone did that, if they came to me, how I would be able to strip that off their hair to get them back to ground zero as far as their natural color to get them to be able Excuse me, to reapply a color, hopefully without bleach. There is a a formula of hair stripping, but why would you want to even compromise the integrity of your hair 
with a, a process like that if you're not sure if you'll be able to get that out again. It's such harsh it's such a harsh thing to do to your hair. I mean, what if you some people don't even think about it. Sometimes if chemical processes go to the roots of your hair, it's a possibility that it could completely stunt the growth of your hair, period. And it may not grow back at all. Your scalp can be burned and you not even know that there's a chemical burn. Scarring can take place and your hair will refuse to grow back anymore. And what do you do? Everybody's not a wig person. Everybody's not a weave person. And to allow yourself due to your negligence or just because you wanted to follow a trend and you compromised your hair for a trend, I think you should think first. I have always encouraged my clients, um, instead of coloring their hair, try it with weave first. Give yourself a trial run just to see if this is a color that you will want permanently. That way, if you did it with weave, you don't have to worry about any damage being done to your actual hair. It's all kinds of colors out there. So that's the more healthy way to do it rather than you jeopardizing your own hair. Well, the next portion of this, I would like you to tell the um, audience, you know, my viewers, um, about you. Tell them about your salon. Tell them about your prices. Tell them about some things that might be changing. I want you to just to sell, sell, sell your business. Well, um, I'm currently located inside of a senior living facility. Um, my prices are not comparable with other stylists and other salons. However, changes changes are coming soon as of March 1st. Um, I have experience, like I said, I worked for three years at Ulta Beauty. And also when I was in school, we were taught that hair is hair. So there is no discrimination on my behalf um, as far as the type and textures of hair. I do not um, separate um, white hair from black hair, from Indian hair, from Chinese hair. I don't do that. Hair is hair. And I treat it all accordingly, just depend depending on each case. Um, at this moment, I am a cosmetologist and barber. So cosmetology does cover hair, skin, and nails. So my facility is... Um, it is equipped to handle all four um all four components of the industry um so i'm just in the process of stepping up my game for this year though for 2021 i will admit that i kind of um shied away from it just due to economically and financially not being able to um, step it up, but I'm stepping up in faith this time more so than where my finances are meeting me. And I'm just praying that even where my finances won't meet me, God will. And wherever he sees fit to, um, supply my needs in order to be able to do, at least try to give my business, um, 150% try 
um, even in the midst of a pandemic. At least I want to know that if something was to happen that I did try, I gave it my best shot and we'll just see where it goes from there. Thank you so much, Rokia. And as always, thank you for watching Nick Sinclair's radio show. Listen to, I'm sorry, listening to Nick Sinclair's radio show. Um, up next, I will play some some new music that's coming out, and um, um, talk to you guys later. Call up your bitch, I got time to taste her. How much money have you already gave her? Smoking on pack, I be smoking them flavors Hopped out like I'm pulling a cater But your bitch looking like a potato See you later, I'ma get to this money I get to this cheddar, I ain't playing no dummy Boy, when I think of this money I be thinking that shit, I be thinking that dummy Baltimore, get how you live 4400, show me how to live Buying a house in the hills I'ma go back at this show how to live I'm driving straight out of the bill Smoking that gas, that's just how I live Wow, 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 wow,
get it now. I be really in the game, water whipping now. High tech on the mic, trying to sit it down. You ain't really with the shit, time to sit me down. Fucking with the bitches now, thinking I'ma hit it down. It's like, nah, I be talking about the Mary Jane. Two hits, shit can make it bang, go sane. Cause you know a lot of niggas, they be tripping now. I ain't really with it now. I, I, I don't really hang for the bullshit. I just chop down, hustle hard and get more chips. I just chop down, hustle hard and get more quick. I just chop down, hustle hard and get more lit. Lost a lot of friends, I don't know if they'll come back. I don't really care that much, straight like that. Did this on my own, yeah, I did it with a life pack. If it went down, got myself straight like that, damn. Fucking down on my name, no pull up when you say, kill you off in the song, straight like that, damn. Bought a boy born in the city, moved out to the county just to get a better life like that. Put my heart on the song, I'ma get it all right, bring it back to my home, you ain't built like that. If you tryin' disrespect, I'ma wet him with the tax, shoot it ass in the neck, you ain't killed like that. Get again? Is it really gonna let a y'all nigga win? I ain't messing around thinking I'ma get that. Pull up to the spot with some bars and an ounce of some good gas. Wall only bad girls getting in. Make the party get loud, but you'll never end. Just think about the vibes that be coming in. Waves that be swimming in. Money that be coming in. Mommy try and get it in. Think about the times I ain't really had shit. Coming up from the bottom with a real rough kid. Had to get up on my mindset. Left, right, left, right. I just had to go and get it. I ain't never lose shit. Building up my life. I'ma make it okay. Throwing shade to whoever threw shade.